1-800-141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a big night of Premiership action. There's a Glasgow v Edinburgh theme as Hearts head west to take on Celtic. Rangers head in the opposite direction to face an inform Hibs. And somewhere kind of near the middle, a huge night at the bottom is done. The United play their game in hand at Livingston. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you've got Jim Duffy and Marvin Bartley. As you said there Gordon, a marvellous midweek fixtures for us today um, really looking forward to all three games I didn't like the way you said Livingston v Dundee United bottom of the table kind of clash it's for Dundee United yeah Mark. but come on I thought, you were gonna, I thought you were going to pick me up on saying that Livingston was kind of in the middle because nah, you used to live there <laughs> <laughs> no Livingston are, are, are doing okay but no as you said you know three massive massive games watch the Celtic game at the weekend I felt sorry for St Mirren but you know Celtic can do that to anybody but yeah the, to be honest uh, Livingston Dundee United one is a real I'm really looking forward to personally yeah I mean they're great games uh, to look forward to and you know all teams are in, in decent runs of form uh, you know for particularly the, the Glasgow Edinburgh clashes um, tonight Gordon I mean uh, Celtic as, as, as Marvin um, stated there um, you know uh, absolutely outstanding particularly in the second half against 10 man uh, St Mirren and uh, you know Hearts uh, you know had a little, a little uh, dip you know just for a couple of games but they're, they're playing well and obviously um, you know they, they'll, they'll put up a test but uh, Rangers Terrific victory after uh, losing the Old Firm Cup final and then uh, Hibernian on a really good run of form. So yeah, I mean, absolute terrific fixtures tonight. I think there'll be plenty of goals. 01419511025. Get your calls in. Just to clear something up, the, the timing of this is magnificent. I was just saying to someone yesterday, can't believe I'm admitting this, I was singing your praises. I was saying, nice. you know, Marvin's come on at Super Scoreboard quite recently and do you know what? He, he gets it. He gets our mad mm-hmm. Glasgow in the West world. He, he gets what makes that tick. And then you've come on at five past six and said the game out of those three that you're looking forward to <laughs> is Levy Dundee United. Jim. Personal tell reasons. This guy the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> but, but listen, you know he's, he's just showing you where his loyalties uh, lie. You know what I mean? They, they, they did they did pay his mortgage for a few years. <laughs> Unbelievable in cash. Celtic Hearts, Hibs Rangers, even Marvin would struggle to put them below Levy Dundee United in the billing. But it is an important game. So mm-hmm. whatever is on your mind tonight, oh one four one nine five one. 1025 Give us a call Through at Easter Road Maybe you're, you're hitting the road Rangers fans You're heading through You've got us on in the car What are you thinking then I feel like we're back To that old debate again Is it Morelos or Cholak Up front tonight What else do you want to see uh, In that team How big a test will this be Because you bounced back In a sense From the cup final defeat With a win at the weekend But then we still had Loads of people on the phone Whinging about parts Of the performance And there was banners About the direction And progress of the club And all the rest of it So how much of a challenge uh, tonight Celtic fans If you're heading along To Celtic Park Again perfect chance To pick up that phone And um, what are you thinking Two games against The same opposition In different cities In different competitions Over the next couple of days uh, So what are you thinking Tonight 01419511025 And if you want to keep Marvin happy We'll get to Livingston Dundee United <laughs> At some point as well But whatever it is That's on your mind Now would be the time To share it 01419511025 1025 To give you a flavour of what's going on Let's go to Celtic Park and build up with Andrew 
Yeah, well, tonight marks Ange Postacoglu's 100th game in charge of Celtic. 73 wins, 10 draws and 16 defeats from his previous 99. Only second to Martin O'Neill when it comes to win percentage as Celtic managers. Three trophies, of course, those being a Scottish Premiership title and two League Cups. And they'll be hoping to add a fourth and a fifth before the season is out. We know the story well. He came in after a turbulent season here, but with good recruitment and exciting style of play and by rediscovering that winning mentality. He's got to a point where I'm not sure it would be possible for Celtic fans to love him any more than they already do. I'm sure the fans will let him know that tonight and they'll be expecting another good performance and another win. They're up against Hearts, who are back to winning ways, looking to strengthen their grip on third place. Kai Rolls saying this week that they have ambitions to challenge Celtic and Rangers. Some people may think that's far-fetched, but a shock win here tonight would be a good start to aiming towards that. I'll give you the team news from Celtic Park when I get it. Go on then, Celtic fans. You should be probably thinking about heading out to the game, so why not give us a call? Let us know what you're thinking. Any requirements from the team selection tonight? Is it about time Abada got that nod from the start again, given his impact at the weekend? Is there anything else you want to see? 01419511025. What about Easter Road then, Gabriel? Yeah, it's freezing cold through here, Gordon. Light snow falling down on the pitch below me at the moment on what will be a hugely emotional night here in Leith. That's, of course, because it's the first game at Easter Road since the death of Hibernian owner Ron Gordon. Now, there'll be a tribute to Gordon before kick-off and a rendition of Sunshine on Leith. Expect this place to be as loud as it has been all season come 7.45. Now, Hibs are in great form as well. They've won four of their last five. They've not lost a game since January. They are up to fourth in the table and somehow have their eye on rivals' hearts in third place. Lee Johnson has really turned it around here. And what about Rangers? Well, Michael Beale will tell you his team may not be hitting the heights just yet, but he claims that they are improving and playing well. The team, of course, have been heavily criticised by some sections of their support over the past 10 days. The pain of losing the League Cup final to Celtic is still sharp and fresh in the memory. And tonight's trip to the capital is as tough as they come. Beale's first game in charge was against the Hybies. That was at Ibrox and it was a comeback 3-2 victory. An epic end-to-end game. And it often is chaotic between these two sides. Uh, Team news-wise, the hosts, uh, Joe Newell, Stills and Nocky may not make it. Long-term absentees, Martin Boyle and Aidan McGeady are still out, whilst the Jers have no fresh injury concerns. It'll be interesting to see if Beal sticks with the change midfield of Raskin, Jack and Campwell. He used to great effect last weekend. And if he keeps Antonio Cholak in the lineup after his impressive display, or whether he brings back Alfredo Morelos. Just like Andrew, I'll bring you the team news when it comes in the next half an hour or so. Come on then, I love these big nights because we get the chance to almost share it with you. We're jealous. I know it's about minus five out there, but even in that, we would like to be out and about going to the games tonight. So if you're heading along, uh, let us join in. That's the way to look at it. We let us join in the build-up. What do you think? Do you think it's got a particularly banana skin look about it? Either of you, Celtic or Rangers fans, any any tough test for you tonight? And what about the team selection as well? Always like those debates on a big game night. 0141951. 1025 So if you're out and about Heading to the game Or settling down uh, To stay in touch with them In the warmth Either way pick up that phone Ross has done that Are you off to Celtic Park tonight Ross? Yeah hi God How you doing? I'm on the way to the game now So I'm actually looking forward to it um, Just get a prospect Of having a good game tonight But um, Hearts always make it difficult for us But I do think Celtic Have got enough in the tank To go and get the three points um, my point tonight is about the team selection um, I, I'm really looking forward to see if Ange is 
get the bottle to, to change it and give guys a chance, such as Haksabanovic and Abada. I think they've done enough to merit a start, and I don't see why not. And leave leave Jota on the bench tonight and give him a rest. I like the way you word that, Ross. Does this mean if Haksabanovic doesn't start, Ange Postecoglou doesn't have the bottle? <laughs> I just think obviously There comes a point Where you need to Maybe show guys A chance And I think tonight's a chance For Ange to do that That he's got the bottle To change it Because I know People are saying That Jota should start Every week and, and rightly so But I think sometimes You need to just Stand up and say Listen I'm picking the team here No use And I think tonight's Ange's chance to, to show people That he's got the bottle To change his To, to, to um, change his squad Wow Ross is laying down yeah. The gauntlet With Ange Foster Goglu here I don't think too many Celtics supporters would be too happy about the using that phrase, Paul, uh, Ross. I'm afraid. Um, I think he's shown in uh, more than uh, one occasion that he has the the bottle, as you say. You know the decision making um, that uh, he's 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 renowned for. You know, I mean, he, he, you know, his, his substitutions, everything. I mean, look at the weekend there, the impact that they had at the right time. Um, his, sele- his, his, his selection. <laughs> I think it was Andrew just gave his record there. Um, you know. Uh, in a hundred games, uh, you know, second only to Martin O'Neill in terms of, of of a win percentage. So I think that tells you everything you need to know about um, uh, Ange Postecoglou and his decision making, his selection. Um, what he has got is a very very strong squad. I do agree that um, you know that uh, at times he has the opportunity to change it, but why would he when he's got such a successive amount of victories? Uh, I, I think he has the, the luxury tonight of playing Haksabanovic and Abada, and it doesn't weaken the team, and that tells you how strong Celtic are. So I don't think it's about bottle, I think it's about using his squad, using it when he thinks that the time is right, and it may well be the time tonight to flip the wide players, um, and, and Maeda and Jota could have a rest, who knows, but um, it's not because of bottle, I can assure you that. <laughs> yeah, I'm in total agreement. Um, I wouldn't be taking Jota out of the team. Um, you know, I know Maeda came off at half time and Abada came on uh, at the weekend. So I can imagine him starting, you know, one side and Jota the other. But um, yeah, I have to disagree with you, Ross, about the whole bottle thing, as Jim said there. You know, I don't think that's probably the right phrase to use. But listen, really, really strong squad. But to play for Celtic Football Club, you earn, you earn your chances. You know, they're not just given out. And that's why the club are doing as well as they are under the manager. What about Abada, Ross, who seemed to be the main impact maker at the weekend? Does he deserve a place in the starting eleven? Yeah, I think so, Gordon. I think obviously in terms of um, Abada and, as I say, Hakta Banovic, they've done extremely well um, over the last couple of weeks. And I don't see why we shouldn't give them a start. I know obviously it's hard when you've got people like Jota and Maeda. And you've also got Forrest as well. Forrest hasn't had a, a chance in the last couple of weeks, so... He's really got options to choose from, but I think tonight is a chance for us to give guys a chance that don't get a start regularly. And I think for me personally, Haksabanovic and Abada should be should, should be starting tonight. Um, maybe the word bottle right wasn't the, 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 the right word to use in, in that sense, but I, I, my point is just really, I think Ange's, I think Ange's in a, a, a situation where every manager would love to be in. He's got the option to change it tonight, and I think that's what I think he should do. That, that's what I'm trying to suggest. That I think he should give guys a chance. He's kept the, the the actual sort of change from starting eleven to starting eleven. I need I need the stats to back this up. It feels like he sort of toned that down a little bit. Is that is that fair? I mean, it tends to be the same back four now. You remember there was a spell when you know Ralston would sometimes mm-hmm. play and sometimes it would be Juranovic. You know, we've not seen Bernabe for a long time. Even Kobayashi, who was signed as a centre back option, we don't we don't really see him. So the back four and the goalie tend to stay the same, even in in the midfield at the moment. Yeah, you get the odd one. 
You, um, you get you get a Riley and Moy and maybe that, that that's about it really. But Hatati and McGregor are pretty much gimmies, aren't they? Yeah, and, and so they should be. You know, so they should be. And you know, I was just saying to Ross there that Andrew's you know found his back four and he wants to stick with them whenever he can. If players are tired, etc., it's totally different to change it. But I just don't agree with changing a team for the sake of changing it. I, I really don't. What impact does it have on the fixture at all? Then that they play Hearts again at the weekend and it's in a different competition. Is that more one for? For Hearts Is there a case to say that, that Robbie Nielsen might Approach the two games In an entirely different fashion I'm assuming Celtic won't No I don't think Either of them can afford to do that You know Because if Hearts have one eye On the weekend And say do you know what We'll make a few changes today For example Then you're mm. going to go out And get pummeled 4 or 5 now yeah. And then the confidence Is totally gone And that you See, and see you had one or two That were on the edge And there were fitness no. doubts Would you not Prioritise the weekend ever so slightly? No, I wouldn't because if you lose today and Hibs win, all of a sudden they're, they're, they're two points behind mm-hmm. you. You know, you have to win the game that's here because anything could happen. A weekend game could be called off because of bad weather, so it doesn't make any difference. Deal with the here and now. thinking about the weather, for goodness sake. <laughs> but I'm saying the game might um, not be on. <laughs> it's like these things throw themselves up every now and then, Jim, yeah. but it's it's interesting in that regard. Same, same matchup. Two different competitions, two different venues, just a couple of days apart. Yeah, I mean, Hearts have got a healthier squad than they did in the first part of the season. There's no doubt about that. But they don't have the same strength and depth that Celtic have. Celtic could quite comfortably change four or five players between now and the, and the weekend. And as I said, not be any weaker. Just a different, uh, you know, a slightly different uh, type of player. But nevertheless, still top class. Whereas I think I don't think Hearts could afford to change four or five and still have the same quality and the same... Uh, be be as competitive as Robbie would like them to be so I think you know if you go to Celtic Park as Marvin just said there you have to play your best team tonight you cannot go there and have, uh, select a slightly weaker team to try and protect yourself for the weekend because as as, as Marvin says you could you could well be on the end of a um, you know a, a few goals you know and I, I think that from Hart's point of view they want to try and keep the confidence as high as they can mm. Tactically, then I'm going to keep going until go on, you go just, on. just agree with I'm me, Marvin. Agree on this one. Um, tactically, is there a chance that Robbie Nielsen's game plan tonight is different from the weekend? Yeah, I oh, think it's right. Yeah, I def- definitely because you're away from home, you're at Celtic Park. Listen, you can't afford to go there and be gung ho because they're a team that can pick you off even when you've got 11 men behind the ball, let alone if you know you're trying to attack them at times. But you'll have a game plan to try and affect them as well because. One thing you can't afford to, go, to do is go to Celtic Park is just to sit behind it. You have to have an out ball. You have to have an, an outlet to try and put them on the back foot, but it's easier said than done. I think, I think a couple of managers will look at Stephen Robinson's tactics. In the two mm-hmm. games against Celtic, Celtic Park and uh, the weekend there, in both games they ended mm-hmm. up with, with 10 men and Celtic eventually went on to win uh, handsomely. But up until the, the, you know, the points of 11 I think that their shape and organisation, the way they approach the game... Yeah. What made it difficult for Celtic? Listen, they get an early goal and that makes all the difference. Yeah. You could, you've got something to, to protect. But I think, you know, even coaches and that will look at each other and, 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 and try to pick, you know, ideas. And, and if you can see an idea that works, yeah. then you steal it. See, when you are specifically Hearts right now, mm-hmm. maybe Hibs sometimes, maybe Aberdeen, depending where they are, d- d- does it become a slightly different expectation on, on you? I'm not saying it's an ego thing, but more of it, look, we are the third best mm-hmm. team in the country. It's not as acceptable for us to sit in the way that the other teams do. Do you think that ever comes into it? No, I, I don't. I, I think that um, you know you have good players and better players than, than yeah. the teams at the bottom, the, the bottom end of the league, and you should have, um, you know, with the resources and, and, and budgets and that, things like that. Um, and so I think then you, you maybe get a little bit more belief that your players not quite go toe to toe, but they know that. 
Rather than Celtic Maybe being 20% down If they're 10% down You might have a better chance Whereas other teams Might need them 20% down So It just depending on Celtic You know Listen When you play Celtic At Celtic Park Or, or whatever You know the, You know you need them To be off the pace we, we, we hear it said all the time But that's just Just as factual Because mm. if not Celtic are better Than everyone else Yeah thank you Ross Thomas is also a Celtic fan A hundredth game tonight For Ange Postacoglu Thomas What are you expecting? Hi Marvin and uh, Jim I really expected to be, a, to be a tough game Gordon Obviously just to The game tonight And the game on Saturday In the Scottish Cup I, I really think There'll be two tough games But regarding team selection Gordon I would like to see Abada coming in I mean Abada come on Against Martin And change the game Game you know And I just feel that He should play it Along with Hagsabana It's give Hagsabana If it's a chance You know what I mean um, It may not get a game On Saturday Bring him in Just see what he can do Do wonder about the Abada one um, Specifically just because Of how big the impact was And it's not like he's ever A million miles away from mm-hmm. From starting yeah. games anyway And often does But has he got a case? Yeah I, th- I think so I think he's definitely got a case And I think that's one that You know Andrew will look at And you know As you said he came on For the second half And was absolutely brilliant And, and has earned his start And that's what I said earlier on You know and With the call with Ross You have to earn your starts At Celtic He's not just going to hand them out And Haksabanovic again Is a wonderful wonderful player but but for me, at this moment in time, Jota's on, on better form. And you start your best team. Because listen, if you get to 70 minutes and you're 3-0 up, then you can well, make Celtic the changes. Celtic do that anyway, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He, he freshens it up. But you know what you don't want to do as a manager, and I don't think, and Jim's obviously more experienced than myself, is, is start with a slightly weaker team, You know, with all due respect. And all of a sudden, you're 1-0 down or you're 2-0 down. They've got something to hang on to, and you're trying to fight your way back in. You'd rather start with your strongest team you know, get ahead and then if you want to bring players and give them a chance then it's easier to do so. I just wondered there, how do we look because it's Ange Postacoglu's 100th game in charge. Do you know how many mm. games you've managed? Mm, I would guess 700 or something See, like that's that. You, that's you over the back, what? humble, playing it down. He's playing it down. 879, <laughs> according to Wikipedia. Are you up at four yet, Marvin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm just hitting my sixth or seventh. Like. Wow. Um, Thomas, does it make, does it, I don't know, does it make any difference the fact that you play each other again on the weekend in a different competition? Is that is that the thing about Celtic just now? They don't tend to change what they do anyway, do they? I think it does, but I, I, I think the game in Saturday, Gordon, is more important. I think, you know, it's a Scottish Cup, obviously, you know. Obviously, if we get beat tonight, which I hope we don't, you know, it's. It, but I think, I think Saturday's all, all beat you. You beat you out of the cup, you know. And I think I just feel Saturday's maybe more important than tonight. Yeah, well, I, I don't make people make people pick because obviously <laughs> you want to win every game, and particularly if you're Celtic. Um, it's, it's pretty obvious There's a level of jeopardy Involved at the weekend That there isn't tonight Jim That's just Yeah I mean fact. listen uh, You know this, this, The knockout competitions Can also, can also You know Anything can happen You said you can get a player Red card there The referee can give a decision Obviously we see, we see Every week now We, we, we VAR um, You know Handballs And all these sort of things That can um, You know They can define games Particularly if it's tight But I, I, but I think that When you're when it's Celtic You know I, I don't think you prioritise I don't think that uh, You know As Posse Congo thinks Oh well Listen tonight You know If, if we don't one tonight that's that's okay we've got Saturday to go and that's more important absolutely I think that it gives 100% focus to every single game and that's the reason why he's been so successful uh, and his team you know as I said to you, continually try to win matches um, playing on the front foot 
because they're expected to win, aren't they? Generally? Yeah, there's never a game where you, you know they look lazy or yeah. sloppy or anything like that. They're at it all the time, and listen, believe me, that is very difficult to 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 place that demand on your team and have the players accept it and uh, you know and and can come up with the goods mm. because you know invariably you can do it as a manager but the players don't always respond. Hey, thank you to Thomas. We can't be far away from team news, which is always an exciting part of. The show on these types of nights But until then You've still got time To get your suggestions What about you Rangers fans If we turn our attention To that fixture After the travel Again it's the big one That seems to It'll go quiet For a couple of weeks Then it raises its head again What about tonight Are you, are you picking Morelos Are you picking Cholak Is there anything else in there uh, What are you expecting tonight Do let us know Pick up the phone right now Good time to do so And we'll try and get you on next you are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Jim Duffy is here, so is Marvin Bartley. They go head to head in League One this weekend as well, and by accident, by complete accident, <laughs> we've got them in here facing off against each other tonight. So we'll maybe get to that a bit later on. 0141-951-1025. I love these big nights, so I always say it because you lot are out and about, you're on your way to the game. I hope you're not stuck in traffic, but you might be. You've got us on. Why not pick up the phone? Uh, and give us a flavour of your pre-match build-up Whatever that looks like It might look confident It might look unsure You might have some thoughts about who should or should not play Either way, share them all 01419511025 We had a bit of a debate there uh, In the first part about you know Celtic Hearts tonight And they play each other at the weekend What does the team look like? Some thoughts about Abada and Haxabanovic And maybe guys that deserve um, a bit of a chance What about Easter Road Rangers fans? What are you thinking? A lot of stick given to Michael Beale in the aftermath of the cup final for his team selection. Is that now, do you think he's he's set now? Will it be Raskin, Cantwell? Are these guys going to stay in? More interestingly, is it Cholak or Morelos that leads the line tonight? Because Cholak got an awful lot of praise off Michael Beale at the weekend. And uh, I wonder if he would stick with him tonight. Pick up the phone right now and let us know. Let's hear from Antonio Cholak. Of course, um, it's uh, really confident with that. I know how fast it can go. So um, yeah, it was now yeah as you know a period where I was out a little bit. Then you have to fight back, and uh, I think uh, through this you you learn a lot of things for yourself, and uh, also working wise. And now with the with the new staff and uh, with the team, how we want to play, and um, how things can getting better. So. Um, I think with uh, my quality I bring then um, individually I can uh, again uh, go back on this uh, yeah scoring track and uh, to score a lot of goals. Hey, come on, Rangers fans, what are you expecting tonight? How important is this? Who should play? Remember, five minutes ago when we spoke about the Celtic team, mm-hmm. and I said that there are parts of the team that actually stay really quite steady now, and I mentioned two oh, cool. players yeah. that you really don't see in the starting eleven anymore. Yeah. Take it away Andrew McLean Yeah four changes for <laughs> Ange Postacoglu Out go the fullbacks Johnston and Taylor As well as Hatati and Jota So in come Ralston, Burnaby, O'Reilly and Abada So it's Joe Hart who starts in goal The back four Anthony Ralston, Cameron Carter-Vickers Carlos Starfelt and Alexandro Bernabe. It's then a midfield three of Callum McGregor Aaron Moy and Matt O'Reilly The front three Leila Bada Dyson Maida and Kyogo the bench for Celtic Bain, Johnston, Haxabanovic, Turnbull, Jota, Kobayashi, O, Iwata and Hatati. 
<laughs> I just got a laugh. Anyone we, see that coming? We couldn't have been further wrong. Hatati was in other shooting yeah, for us yeah, as well. Yeah, Hatati and McGregor stick on. Hatati's out. Wow. I must admit, it's just the fullbacks because it was more mm-hmm. about the the like you know O'Reilly playing or whatever that that happens. Yeah. And and Abada playing. Like although we made this big deal of whether he should start, that happens. Don't really see Ralston or Burnaby starting Taylor, games I mean, anymore. Taylor's been magnificent. Johnson again had a terrific game at the weekend, and again he's just slipped in seamlessly. You think he'd been there for about five seasons? The way he's he's just gonna, um, you know, comfortable into the the Celtic side. But uh, yeah, manager has obviously had the bottle to make a few changes tonight. Well, as an example, Anthony Ralston hasn't <laughs> started a game since before Christmas. 21st wow. of December You were probably still at Livingston in fact Yeah When you went to Celtic Park That was the last time That Anthony Ralston started A game Any game uh, For Celtic And the last time That Burnaby started A league game Was um, Yeah First week in January Ralston was very good that, that um, afternoon By the way I remember the game So like I said like, It's not, not criticism of him no. at all It's just those cold, those cold hard facts The calendar tells you they don't do that very often anymore And tonight's the night For for what reason then? Are they prioritising the cup at the weekend? Marvin Bartley Which you said mm, they wouldn't do No, I don't, I don't think they are Obviously, you know, maybe these boys Have been chomping at the bit And they've trained well They're going to have a lot of the ball today Listen, Hearts will attack a lot more At the weekend than they will today So you know, maybe he thought it's a, it's a good one to rest you know, both fullbacks And then they'll be fresh for, for the weekend's game But listen, they're still good players You're at Celtic Football Club for a mm. reason you know, and the manager will expect no less from from those two fullbacks playing than they, he does from you know Taylor mm. and Johnson when they play. So it has surprised me, but nothing. Ange, do you can't question Ange? No, like I said, Jim, it's not it's not a criticism, but mm. it, it is interesting. He can choose to not nibble on it if he wants. <laughs> That's a surprise. <laughs> if you're going to suddenly no make those changes and it does happen to come on the week where you play the same opposition in a yeah. few days in the cup, it does sort of look like you're. Resting your, resting your top players for the weekend well, no? I think you're utilising your squad And that, that's the thing I mean, Ralston had been outstanding Pretty much the whole time That Dan Postacoglu's been in charge He's been one, you know Even before they brought in uh, Juranovic And then before Johnson uh, he, he was injured for a long time But when he was in the side He was terrific um, So uh, And so, you know Obviously again, O'Reilly Had been a magnificent um, um, signing But it was unusual for Hitati Because again He's been in top, top, top form recently. Um, again, magnificent at the weekend. But um, yeah, listen, I, I don't think, as I said, Robin Nielsen will be sitting rubbing his hands thinking, oh, look at them, they're playing a weak inside. No. Absolutely not. I think, uh, if anything, Ralston knows the system a little bit better than Johnson at this moment yeah. in time. As I say, Johnson has, 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 has slipped in comfortably, but you know, Ralston has been there longer and knows the, exactly the way those inverted fullbacks. Mm. I think he he picks up terrific positions, and he, he, he'll link well with Abada. Right, Celtic fans, what do you make of that team? Pick up the phone and let us know. Are you surprised Ralston and Burnaby into the team? What do you think? What about at Easter Road, Gabriel? We got the Rangers team. We got both teams. Yes, we do, Gordon. Let's start with the visitors, Rangers, and they name an unchanged 11 from that victory over Kilmarnock at the weekend. Michael Beale showing faith with that midfield three, the change midfield three from the cup final and keeping Antonio Cholak up front instead of Alfred Morelos. I will read you uh, out there. 11 in goal, uh, Alan McGregor, a back four of James Tavernier, Conor Goldson, Ben Davis and Borna Barisic. Midfield three, 
of Ryan Jack, Nicolas Raskin and Todd Cantwell. Fashion Sakala will play off the right, Ryan Kent off the left and Antonio Cholak that leads the line. The substitutes are McLaughlin, Lundstrom, Haji, Matondo, Kamara, Morelos, Wright, Arfield and Divine. What about the host? Well, they only make one change, so very similar teams. A lot of faith shown from the managers here. Hibbs making one change, that's left back. Lewis Stevenson in for Marian Cabraya. Uh, their team also a 4 3 3 formation. It's David Marshall in goal. Chris Cadden is playing right back with Will Fish and Paul Hanlon in the centre of defence. Stevenson on the left hand side. James Jago and CJ Egan Riley in the middle of the park with Josh Campbell just in front of them. Ewan Henderson off the right. Eli Yuan off the left and Matthew Hopp through the middle. The substitutes are Johnson. Miller, Cabraya, Jer, Nesbitt, Devlin, McCurdy, O McIntyre, and Kukarevich. Same question to you, Rangers fans, Hibs fans. Are you happy with that? What do you make of the teams? Any surprises there? Um, Cholak is picked ahead of Morelos. Is that the right or the wrong call for you? 01419511025. Joe's a Celtic fan in Canvas Lang. Now, I know when you called in initially, Joe, the team hadn't been announced yet, and now it has. What do you make of it? A little bit surprised, um, guys, if I'm telling you the truth. Um, but I suppose my main point was that other Celtic fans, we're not going to argue with anything that Postacoglu does. You know, we've got complete faith in them. The support's got complete faith in them. So, like, fingers crossed that we get the points tonight and um, hopefully stretch stretch for nine points as well where it's happening at Easter Road. But as I say, I, I get these players have got to these players have got to get game time. Like like I said, Alson has just come in right to the cold and I know Johnson's obviously played quite a bit of football since he came as well with the World Cup and stuff like that. So it kinda makes sense. But look, I'm I'm not going to argue with Postic Hoglu does he's he's the king in uh, in our eyes. Yes, the man can do no wrong on these <laughs> on the night of his one hundredth game. I wouldn't even Dream of suggesting it, Jim. It's just this. It's just the surprise element. That's it. and I take. I take your point. I'm not sure Robbie Nielsen, Nielsen's a oh, brilliant. What a chance we've got now. But if you made him choose, he would rather face those two than than the first choice two, would they not? Yeah, possibly. But as I said, I think that the, the fact is it's two fullbacks. It's you know maybe if he'd have left out Kyogo sure. and Jota, possibly you know it might have been a little bit more. Optimistic, but uh, I just think that the way Celtic play, as as Marvin said, they'll still dominate possession. Um, they'll still be on the front foot. They still play with that unbelievable intensity, particularly at Celtic Park when the uh, the, the 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 ball boys are, are trained to perfection to to get that ball into uh, play as quickly as they possibly can. Um, you know, uh, and I think that as I said, you know that that's the way Celtic play. So you know, Joe's probably the same as every other Celtic fan. They've got complete trust in the manager. Um, whoever he selects, um, they believe that they're more than good enough to take care of the opposition. And, uh, you know, Hearts will try and make it difficult for Celtic tonight, but mm. they usually find a way, uh, no matter what system the opposition come up with. I think it's 16 games since those two, that, since that fullback combination started together, Marcus. Yeah. So it tells you it doesn't happen too often. That was the, the Ross County game at, at Celtic Park. Even further up the pitch, if you were. And again, I, I acknowledge that we're nitpicking, right? Because sometimes that's all that's left to do when mm. <laughs> we win all the time. Um, and you can't question that the the team selection in any meaningful way. Are you surprised that if he was going to rotate the front three, it's Jota that dropped out and not Maeda? I am surprised. I, I really, really am. Um, but obviously, Maeda's going to be fresher because he obviously came up at half time the other day. So that's probably a worry for the for the Hearts fullbacks. But I, I am surprised because obviously you know Jota I think played seventy odd minutes and then came off the pitch. But 
for me, he's dynamite. He really, really is. He's breathtaking in 1v1 situations. He's a, it's a pleasure to actually watch him play football. Um, but, you know, so a Hearts fullback, he might be a little bit more buzzing facing the batter than, than Jota. But guess what? Listen, they're going to cause you problems no matter what, as Jim said there. So it, it doesn't really make much difference. You know, they're, they're a fantastic team. Andrew's put a brilliant squad together. Everyone's chomping at the bit. You know, if you listen to Andy, he says they train the way they play. It's a high intensity in training. It's a high intensity in the matches. And going to Celtic Park, as Jim also said earlier, you need an awful lot of luck. You probably need about five or six players to be off it. But guess what? If they're off it, then you can make five changes anyway. So. <laughs> what, what, <laughs> what, what, what about Jota's finish at the weekend? <laughs> uh, You'll be too young to remember, Marvin, but there used to be a, a game called Crab Football when, that, when I was going back in the day in the gym. And, the, the and it, almost, yeah, it almost reminds you that, sitting on his backside, but still with the awareness to, to assess the situation in a millisecond and finish mm. that off. And it was magnificent improvisation. Joe, what, what's the thinking then? Is it, is it a nod to the weekend? Why do you think there's changes made that we don't often see? I think I think it's just about keeping the kind of freshness in the squad. You know, Hatati's been Hatati's been outstanding um, for the last five six weeks. You know, and he's obviously dropped him out the night. But it's just to keep it's just to keep the rotation and the and the players ticking over. You know, it, like I, I heard some of the earlier callers um, speaking about um, Haskabanovic and James Forrest. Look, these guys have kind of had. Like starting starting um, positions in the team, and really they've not really they've not really produced. So like they they can't, they can't really moan um, if they're if they're not being included. You know if they're if they're more twenty minute uh, cameo appearances um, for the subs bench, they, 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 they can't really moan about that. You know, um, and the same goes for Burnaby as well. You know Burnaby is still young, but. Like and still obviously learning, adapting to new country and stuff like that. But I think he he, he could be, he will be a good player for Celtic. But it's just maybe a wee bit early for him, you know. And, and, and sometimes they need to build up to actually play for Celtic. Um, Taylor, that's what happened with Taylor. I mean, no, the, the Celtic fans initially, you know, weren't over enamoured with with, with 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 Greg Taylor to start with. I mean, there was so many times on this program. Gordon, you yep. know, his first couple of seasons, you know, people were saying, oh, he's no good up, we need another left back, and he's another left back, and he's absolutely been magnificent um, the, this season. Thank you very much couple. to Joe. Quite an interesting Hearts team as well. I'll give you that after the travel, but keep your calls coming in. I can see Johnny and Shollins wants to put his point across. What about you, Rangers fans? Is Cholak over Morelos the right call for you, yes or no? Give us a shout. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Jim Duffy are here This is your one hour warning Or your 58 minute warning If you're keeping count Three big games tonight Celtic Hearts Hibs Rangers Livy Dundee United We've given you team news In its entirety From Hibs Rangers So I'm looking at you Rangers fans in particular what do you make of that team tonight? How happy are you to see the likes of Cantwell and Raskin keep their place? Is the decision to choose Cholak over Morelos the right or the wrong one for you? 0141 Um We are surprised, that's definitely the word about the Celtic team because they've changed both fullbacks for the first time in a long time. Uh, guys like Hatati and Jota on the bench as well. Um, but Hart's team's not entirely... Recognisable in some respects Either is it Andrew 
No, it's not. And I think, I mean, these two teams play a big Scottish Cup game on Saturday. And I think Robbie Nielsen has that in mind because he's made six changes. Not only that, two of the players dropping out, Lauren Shankland and Robert Snodgrass, not even on the bench tonight. Out go from the starting lineup as well as those two Kingsley, Smith, Cochrane, and Mackay. In comes Sibick, Atkinson, Devlin, Kiamotsoglu. Halliday and Forrest so it's going to be Xander Clark continuing in goal I think it's going to be a back three of James Hill Kai Rolls and Toby Sibick that would mean the wing backs are Nathaniel Atkinson and Andy Halliday the midfield three George Grant Cami Devlin and Arrestis Kiamortzoglu Alan Forrest and Josh Dinelli providing the pace up front the substitutes Stuart Smith Kingsley Mackay Nielsen Tate Oda and Quall you can backtrack You don't have to stick Are you still trying to tell me That this game is not being influenced By the fact that they meet again In the cup at the weekend I don't know what I'm saying anymore <laughs> I, I, I actually don't know what's going teams. on both, both of them Both of them are just throwing it out the window Everything we've been saying That that Hearts team I'm, I'm surprised at <laughs> I am, I am surprised But you know one thing I will say He's brought in legs He has brought in legs And there's going to be a lot of running For those players So maybe try, try to freshen it up with that But like you said it does look like he's looking forward to the to the weekend's game and prioritising it, which is a, a massive, massive risk going to Celtic Park, by the way. Yeah, if Shankland, Snodgrass, Greg Taylor are nowhere to be seen tonight and Hatati and Jota... I wouldn't have played Snodgrass and who, anyway. And who was the other Hearts example that was on the bench? Well, there's a few... Kingsley. Kingsley, Smith, <laughs> there on the bench... Yeah, I think I think we know, Jim, that this has got a bit of the weekend about it. Well, again, I think that the, you know both both managers are utilising the, the, the squad and showing that they have got you know real strength. As I said, I always think Celtic's got the best squad, and 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 you know no matter what starting eleven they put out. And I think that from Hart's point of view, yeah, I mean, listen, they're, they're giving boys a, a, an opportunity tonight to to show the manager they should be part of the you know the the, the Hart's team, not just for the weekend, but going forward. So I think I think Robbie's maybe throwing the gauntlet down to one or two of them um, to see to see what kind of character, what strength of character they've got tonight going to Celtic Park. But yeah, I mean, I, I, for for me, I, you know, with that team tonight and the way Celtic are playing, I, you know, I can't see any other than a, than a comfortable Celtic one. No, but keep the phone calls coming in, please. You can tweet us as well. We're that would be wrong with everyone else tonight. So exactly. Let's bring in Dave, who's a Rangers fan. What sticks out from the Rangers team tonight for you, Dave? Well, what sticks out to me is uh, Rastin coming in, Cantwell coming in, and Cholak up front coming in, in particular. Uh, and what what I'm looking for now to the end of the season is. Guys like Borisic, Lindstrom, Morelis, Kent. I don't. Uh, I don't know why he's really in the team either, because he has to go. Morelis, in particular, he's not. If he was signing up for a new job, it'd be part of the, part of the application would be. Uh, I started pretty well, and now I've done nothing for two years. I'm expecting to get a better job. I said no. It doesn't work like that, you know. So at last, Bill has to listen. What fans are saying, and that you listen to, to, to me looks a, a real standout uh, player. Cantwell looks lively, they need a lot of young blood in the team, um, so he's got a lot of work to do. So, Dave, do you think tonight is partly or, or maybe the start of Michael Wheel looking to the future a bit with regards to Cholak over Morelos? I mean, look, this fixture for years now, th- this is the type of day that if he's fit and available, that, that Morelos. You know, plays. Do you read into that? Is that is that what we're seeing here? Yeah, I think so. I think so because he's got to he's got to to say to the Rangers fans, and there's a lot of them out there that 
we're going to uh, we're signing players that are now ready to go into the team. Why didn't play the two young guys asking and Cantwell in the cup final? Is anyone's business? You know, we've been tried and tested. Um, see for a captain, Tavernier, to come up and say we didn't turn up for the day. What is he talking about? He's a captain of Rangers. You know, and most of them the same vein of thought. So what does that tell you? Does that tell you they're losers in the team or they're winners? You know, and I, I know which one I would say. Mm. We've seen a lot here, and this has been sort of symptomatic of what's going on at Rangers. You know, the, the cup final still hurts, and there are various other issues that, that are all sort of playing themselves out every day mm. of the week, it seems. Specifically tonight, though, and what, what we can learn tonight, is there a case of that, Marvin? I mean, look, it might be too early to know for sure, but what do you make of that nod to, to Cholak? Yeah, I think I think you're right, and I think Dave's right in what he's saying. I think you know Michael Beale was looking to the future now. Um, I think you know Cholak's done well uh, when he's been in the team and, and given a good run of games, and, and he's now saying, "Listen, the shirt is yours. You know, it's yours to lose." And I think as as an attacking player, you always need that kind of confidence. You know, they're, they're such confidence players, and he and he believes in them. And like you said, he's given him a nod today, where Morelos has, has played in so many of these games against Hibs, and you know it's a big game for him, and he and he's always playing on the edge in these games, but. You know, I think Dave's right. His days might be numbered. But listen, he's still at the club at this moment in time. If he needs to come off the bench and impact it, um, you know, Michael Beale will say, listen, there's still a fight to, to play every single game for Rangers. No one's given anything at that football club. The same as Celtic. Alfredo Morelos, for all we know, could come on and score a hat-trick tonight, Jim. So look, it, it remains a possibility, but does it does it feel like there's any sort of statement attached to it with regards to future? Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised that Morelos didn't start at the, one at the weekend and, and, and even tonight because obviously in his last game he scored against Celtic, you know, and you can see obviously his frustration and you know that he wears his heart in his sleeve, he doesn't hide his emotions, that's for sure. He comes off, he's a bit of a tantrum uh, and perhaps that has a little bearing on it. Maybe, you know, maybe Michael Wills had a chat with him and he, he just doesn't, uh, you know, sense that total commitment, um, you know, going forward. I mean, obviously, that's a discussion between the manager and the player. But I'm a bit surprised that um, he's not in the team. But Cholax, is, is, you heard his little interview there. Mm-hmm. He's got the nod for the manager. He's had a chat with the manager. The manager's saying, right, OK, I'll show, I'll trust in you, show you faith, even though Morelos' goal record is, is outstanding. And, um, you know, it's up to you to try and keep a hold of that jersey. They've been very well. I think we're in the biggest moment of the season right now. Firstly, I'd, I'd like to say, obviously, it's going to be an emotional night. You know, the first night back after... Uh, Ron Golden passing away and condolences to him and his family and um, yeah it was that was obviously really sad news and so I know it's the first home game back it'll be an emotional evening I think obviously uh, it's a really really good game at this moment in time I think they're, they're, they're going very well the best part of their season after a few difficult weeks before that um, they've been in fine form they got a good result of the weekend I think they've got good players and I think um, we'll have to be uh, We'll have to put in a strong performance because we're going there for three points and I think they'll come for us, they'll try to beat us and I think it makes for an intriguing game. And it's that time of the night already. Keep your calls coming in though on those team selections made. Some interesting changes by Celtic. Alfredo Morelos on the bench for Rangers. Hearts are ringing the changes as well. Um, But it's that time of the evening. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Finally, it's been keeping me up at night. We had a long winning run for the pundits and it came to an end last night. You can always trust Gordon DL <laughs> to give a victory to the listeners when they need it the most. What it means is a blank slate tonight, 01419511. 
1025 I wonder who called tonight Because Marvin Bartley Has been on quite a run Jim Did you hear this A couple of weeks ago no. Dougie Emery phoned in All right, To take on Marvin Bartley And Good lost stuff. Yep dispatched him um, There you go <laughs> So I think bet- So what, did, what have you got 879 managerial oh, appearances So that means that you two Have got 883 between you <laughs> did you use your Fingers yeah. and toes To count that so, one up between both of you Surely we can tempt Another SPFL manager Into call And if not I'll happily take Anyone else out there So come on 01419511025 Lines close at 7 Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Play one super scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Jim Duffy are here Yes, it might be Clyde against Queen of the South on Saturday But they're best of friends in here <laughs> I was thinking by the end of the night We'll get you sitting opposite sides of the desk You know, like the black backdrop that yeah. they do before the, the big boxing <laughs> matches Face off I must, Don't fancy your chances, Marvin I'll no, tell you that right now you can be He's too good looking uh, <laughs> Anyway, we've got big games tonight Before we get to those at the weekend Looking forward to Celtic Hearts Really interesting team news from both teams uh, plenty to discuss Hibs Rangers as well Cholak gets the nod over Morelos Livy Dundee United is on Is this the third time of asking? This is the third time I well, didn't fancy the chances It's either, on at the moment No, I think it is, I think it is going <laughs> to stay on We'll see um, So get the calls in We'll keep going with them Build up to the games tonight Anything else you fancy Get them in right now And we'll have a bit of fun first Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, thescottishsun.co.uk slash football. First defeat in two weeks for the pundits last night. Uh, it was Gordon Deal that lost it. He was also the last guy to lose two weeks ago <laughs> as well, so no pressure you two. Chris is in Canvas Lang tonight. How are you, Chris? Not bad, mate, yourself? Yeah, can't complain. Have you ever played this before? I have not, no. Good fun. Good. Do you always do all right when you play along at home? I always do it at home, but you're on the radio, aren't you? Oh, yeah, it is, I must admit. I mean, the, the, the sort of panic sets in, but I'm looking at these questions. I, I do think, I think they're quite tough. We'll toss the coin, heads it as Jim Duffy tails. It will be Marvin Bartley. He sounds confident. Yeah. He does, I like Yeah. That. It's heads, it's Jim Duffy oh, up against Jim. Chris right. from Canvas Lang. You, you, it's for the best because you are like calmness personified. You just See, I've never seen you up nor down. You just straight see how this guy is a disgrace. He's conduct really hot. That's all. His conduct during beat the pundit is a disgrace. If he loses, he accuses me of cheating. He spits the dummy. If he wins, he slaughters the poor contestant. So I'm, I'm just going to sit back today. This you is how a professional operates. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm going to give him some clay two to listen to, so that he can't hear what's going on. Thirty seconds on the clock, Chris. Just answer as many as you can, and if you want to pass and move on, that's fine. Okay. Okay, right, 30 seconds then Your time starts now Name either of Rangers League top scorers This season Joint Cholak Who was named Scottish Championship Manager of the month For February Owen Coyle Name any player Who scored the last time Celtic played Hearts Kyogo Lee Griffiths Has signed for a team In which country Australia How many current Scottish Premiership sides Has Lauren Shanklin Played for Three Martin Waghorn joined Rangers from which English Championship team? Wigan Who's top of Scottish League 1? Falkirk Okay, let's bring back Jim Duffy Jim, can you hear us? Yes Good, same set of questions then, ready? Yep Let's do it Name either of Rangers joint top league scorers this season James Tavernier Who was named Scottish Championship Manager of the Month for February? Doug Emery Name any player who scored the last time Celtic played Hearts Kyogo 
Lee Griffiths has signed for a team in which country? Australia How many current Scottish Premiership teams has Lawrence Shanklin played for? Premiership, three Martin Waghorn joined Rangers from which English Championship side? Oh, pass uh, Who is top of Scottish League One? <laughs> Dunfermline Okay, what do you think Chris? I don't know I must admit It's annoying when there's a League 1 question in there Chris And these these, (laughs) Both of these Manage in League 1 What chance you got Um, (laughs) Name either of Rangers Premiership top scorers Cholak and Tavernier Both Mm. in 11 You both got it I've got a bit of sympathy for you Chris Because you showed like A bit of knowledge there Owen Coyle Was manager of the month But for January Mm. And Ah. it's Dougie Emery for February You've been hard done by Mm. there 2-1 To Jim Duffy See this is Typical you think I'll go for Kyogo It's bound to be him mm. Forrest, Jakimakis, Maeda, Taylor or Shankland For your choices <laughs> Oh wow <laughs> It wasn't Kyogo Remember that Shankland hat Yeah hat trick Taylor yeah. got the winner He said Kyogo as well Yeah well done Chris Yeah it's a 2-1 uh, To Jim You both got Lee Griffiths For Australia mm. I have no idea um, You both went three For Lauren Shankland But it's Aberdeen St Mirren Dundee United Hearts St Mirren Yeah mm-hmm. four So Jim still leads Obviously. by one Until Chris oh. told me correctly mm. That Wigan Was where Martin yeah, Wycombe Same day as James Tavernier mm. I remember as you say it But uh, and Heat of the battle Chris has got no idea About League One <laughs> No chance well, I can tell in his voice Again It was an educated guess <laughs> He was wrong He yeah. said Falkirk But I, I, just, Nah that's wrong nah, though Isn't it wrong. Last Sorry, night Chris, Big game Big game uh, last mm. night And Dunfermline came out on top I mean don't get me wrong I've seen the footage and I'm not entirely sure <laughs> one of their goals crossed the line um, but it counted Chris Dunfermline are top and it was a 4-3 victory for Jim Duffy Hardlines oh, That's alright Unlucky, Unlucky Chris Good man Chris and Canvas I like that Yeah that was he, was, he was alright No abuse for Chris um, You see that just yeah. well mannered polite I was well mannered as well I think he, he did well but Jim had too much knowledge for him <laughs> Happens That was good That was good There we are I enjoyed that Anyway beat the pundit back tomorrow You can give it a bash Let us know how confident or otherwise you are And uh, no dramas No stewards inquiries tonight That's what I like That makes it nice and, uh, nice and straightforward Anyway Back to the games tonight 01419511025 Or Twitter Is at Clyde SSB as well If you do want to Get your thoughts in um, Three big games Celtic Hearts Hibs Rangers Livy Dundee United Let me just check And see if there's any uh, Further reaction uh, On Twitter I mean Ross Tradamus I see what he did there um, on, the Cel- yes. on the Celtic team He said I expected Maeda to be rested With Haxabanovic on the left And Abada On the right Says Ross On there uh, what else have we got on that one? There was another comment. There we are. Yes, yeah, says Twitter. Timothy says, um, talk about ringing the changes. I'll go for 1 0 tonight. So he's settling for mm-hmm. that. Take, take a 1 0. Um, there have been a few, I think, in terms of scoreline, there have been a couple. We mentioned that 4 3 earlier mm-hmm. on. Even in some of the the recent visits to Celtic Park, Hearts have managed to limit it to one goal deficit. I think there was one doing from, from memory. Um, so it'll be interesting to see Because both have shuffled it a bit tonight Yeah they have um, And listen I think Robbie would probably take a 1-0 defeat Right now um, 
for some something's telling me that Celtic are gonna gonna be at it as they normally are ninety nine percent of the time. And I think they're gonna really, you know, put hearts to the sword tonight. Um I really do fear for hearts and our poor friend and pundit Andy Halliday. Playing. Yeah, playing out there is exactly. that. Remember this is an ex Hibs man too now. Nah, so yeah. he's, he's, he's yeah. raining them up. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I really do think they're gonna they're gonna struggle today. Um I think they could Got take to a fuel few. for Andy. So he doesn't get a start for a few weeks and then right, go and chase a badder about He's got it in him though. And by the way, Still see, a young when, man. see when Ralston comes in the pitch and then O'Reilly comes <laughs> over to help him out and then if if Kyogre drops in a little bit, just make sure you're sw- switched on. Yeah, that, that's the worst. That made me retire those inverted fullbacks. What's all that about, man? You're coming out of your area. Can't get in there to anyone. You're three seconds off everything and then the ball's in the back of your net. What's the point? Yeah. <laughs> that's why he's on the pitch. Um let's bring in Brian, who is a Rangers fan on the line. How are you, Brian? Are you well? I'm well, I'm well. I'm listening to yourselves tonight and uh, the, the, the part of you is good, so... I don't know about that. <laughs> no, it's, listen, it's all like, I, I kind of... I'm a Rangers fan and mm-hmm. I lived in the twilight years of Walter Smith and at the end of the day I was lucky with all that. But what I was trying to do was the point about... I watched the 1985 final with Steve Davis and uh, Dennis Taylor and it was one of the best finals of all time and it went to the black ball and pressure, pressure. And Rangers, without being cheeky about it, the fact the, spy, the fact speak for themselves. Alan McCoy's lost his job because he couldn't bring them up because of the pressure. They can't win a cup final because of the pressure, and they can't win the league because of the pressure. And without being cheeky about it, Celtic's light years ahead of them in the pressure stakes because the players go out there and play for the fans and don't have any pressure. It's all pressure, though, right? Because let's like those are two very different things because. Ranger probably should have come up before going down going down the, the history line here. Yeah, maybe should have come out of the championship and didn't. I should know. Um but what about Celtic beating Rangers in the cup final because they're better? Why is it all because of pressure? I think at the end of the day, without being cheeky about it, it's like anything in life. If you go out there and basically at the end of the day you feel equals and you think that basically at the end of the day that you no know, the titles are going back and forward so they're shared. I'm not shared anymore. There's only one team doing it. <laughs> Again, I feel like that's a that's just a sort of statement of fact. But I don't know how that reflects that it all comes down to pressure. I'm sure it plays a part. But oh. right now, even the biggest Rangers fans would say, "Well, Celtic are better. Maybe that's why they won a cup final two one." You know what? Does well, it the Rangers fans about a banner that didn't haven't progressed since winning the title just a couple of years ago. So you know, it's it's you know. <laughs> Listen, at this moment in time, um, you know, the competition is that Rangers have to try and narrow the gap on Celtic. I think Michael Beale was alluded to that. Some Rangers fans don't like that. They don't like that statement because they feel it's negative. It's given too much maybe praise to the opposition. Um, but Celtic are in a stronger position in pretty much every aspect just now. The recruitment, their squad strength, the quality, mm. the manager's been terrific, they're, they've got a winning mentality, uh, and they've got a healthy you know, war chest as well if they have to dip into it. Something, is, uh, uh, as Brian has said himself, at the you know the kind of Walter Smith era and the Sunnis era, and these things, Rangers have had that in their time, but at this moment in time, Celtic are ahead mm. in these departments, and that's part of the reason why you know the, the there's a nine point gap and you know you know at this moment in time there's a, there's a significant gap between both clubs in most departments. Yeah, I know we like to find a silver bullet almost Marvin, don't we? We always say like and you know they just wanted it more than us or they just showed more desire. It was it was just that or it's sort of just because it's just because they can't handle the pressure. 
At any level But particularly that level it's, it's got to be a big combination of things Yeah of course it is Listen I think it's, it's easy And sometimes lazy to say That you know Other teams wanted it more um, You know as, as Jim's saying there I think you know Ange has obviously been there A lot longer than Michael Beal Has at this moment in time And there's a reason That Michael Beal got the job Because the gap between Rangers and Celtic Was too big at that moment in time And Rangers were going one way And Celtic the other I think since Michael Bills came in, you know, they've been on a really good run. Yes, they lost the cup final. The performances haven't been great all the time, as Michael Bill has said, but you can see what he's trying to build. And I think, you know, coming next season again, they'll be a lot closer to Celtic and he hopes to, you know, beat them to the title. But it's the infancy of, of what Michael Bill's doing. But to, just to blame it on pressure, as I said, is extremely late. I think, Marvin, you're, you're almost not allowed to have any, you know, hiccup, or even a mini mm-hmm. hiccup when you're at a top club. But we've seen it with Ten Hag. At um, you know Manchester United, everyone was watching Lyrical winning the cup a couple of weeks ago, and you know making those big decisions, getting rid of Ronaldo and so on and so forth, and everyone was really you know uh, praising them to to the maximum. And then they go and get absolutely cuffed by Liverpool, and it's like yeah, Fernandez is a disgrace and so is a disgrace, yeah. and you know back to you know where we were. You know, football's not a science. You know, it's a sport, and, and you will have a game where it just doesn't click for you. And you're playing good opposition. Then they're going to beat you Which happened in the cup final Rangers You know Were beaten by a better team mm-hmm. And Michael Beal You know Probably to, to his detriment And sadly You know Admitted that And as I said That's what I think Was stuck in the, the throat Of the Rangers fans They don't want to hear Their manager saying We're beaten by a better team When that team was Celtic A lot has been said Since that cup final About where teams are at how far ahead are Celtic How far behind are Rangers What the Rangers need to do to close that Because the focus tends to go on The team that's in crisis And I've put that yeah. in inverted commas Which doesn't work on radio I'm still doing it I'm like Joey from Friends here Doing it all over the place We can see you um, in, in Glasgow terms it feels like a crisis To, uh, to Michael Bailey saying Well it's not, I've barely lost any games of football mm. here But you know what I mean yeah. um, what, Again one thing that Michael Beale I'm sure would hold up To say I've gone to He's gone to Tynecastle And, mm-hmm. and won Yeah has he been yeah, there yeah. Yeah. Uh, He's been to Pataudry And won um, He's played Celtic In the league And, and managed wrong. to draw So he's been to some venues That have been Very problematic For Rangers In, in the past And so far Come through them Would this be another Another one tonight What, what, what was he had 12 games And I think he said 10 wins 1 draw and 1 loss uh, more, I think it's I think 14, 14, yeah. 14 yeah, yeah but it's 1 loss 1 draw And the rest 1 yeah. draw Any other matcher Coming into a, a, a team uh, you, you know That that would be mm-hmm. an incredible record And mm-hmm. you know Everyone would be delighted But because the gap is there um, You know And and also think Style of football We've heard Rangers fans on here Saying particularly in the cup final Raskin and Cantwell They wanted yeah. to be more um, you know, creative and take more of a risk and, and maybe go for Celtic and rather yeah. than maybe be a little bit more conservative. You've got all of those issues. But when you come into a club like Rangers, Michael Beale is, you know, honest enough to know that it's going to take a bit of time. What, what he needs is is his yeah. more of his own players in Gordon. He's mm-hmm. he's going to need the, the the summer window, but he's going to need a big help from the board. Stephen yeah. Gerrard got a lot of help, I feel, you know, financially, a lot of backing. And Michael Beale needs the same, if not more. I suppose what I mean specifically about tonight, the Marvin, how, how big is tonight? Because post cup final, it's the cup final that brings everything into focus. At Rangers, you need to beat Celtic. Yeah. At Celtic, you need to beat Rangers. So that's the one that brings everything into focus. I'm going to try and not be disrespectful to Kilmarnock here, right? Mm-hmm. But a home tie against Kilmarnock, the odds are unbelievably yeah. stacked in, in your favour. People haven't forgotten about the cup final. That's what we're hearing yeah. tonight. So, so is, is tonight a real 
still a real pressure cooker with that sort of stuff hanging over them. It's always a it's always a pressure cooker. You know, they could win the cup final and still be a pressure cooker tonight. That's just what happens. Oh, this makes it. This makes it. When you're at Rangers, but they they have to win today. There's no doubt about it. They have to win. And you know, as Jim said, there the fans are now wanting performances as well alongside the wins. And again, you have to entertain the fans. Winning isn't enough. Uh, that football club and there's a reason for it because they're a huge club but t- today's a, a big big test it's not one that Rangers can afford to draw or, or definitely not lose um, but I think the, the fans want to win and convince them win at that and they're capable of doing it by the way I think you know Celtic and Rangers a gap between them and the other clubs is, is huge at this moment in time and, and as well as Hibs have been going and it's my team I don't expect them to get anything well, Funnily enough the high point probably still is Tynecastle away mm. in terms of mm-hmm. performance and result Yeah. so um about replicating that, I guess. Tonight. Yeah, again, I mean, I think the, the one thing Hibs will have a go at Rangers tonight because I mean, Johan in particular has been in ter- terrific form and they're, they're in good, uh, you know, general form. Um, I think they're at home. I think their their fans will create a f- phenomenal atmosphere tonight, and I think it will be a really open game. And I think that maybe should Rangers, um, you know, tonight there's not a team just sitting back and playing in a low block. So I, th- I think f- uh, if anything, that that, that mm. might shoot Rangers. But you know, I think the fans do help. I think the the, the one thing was Brian saying about about pressure is that you know the Rangers fans are that that demanding and and rightfully so because they're expected to to do well. But sometimes that can transmit into players, and you you, you know you've got to be able to deal with that. Uh, and you know, and it does take a little bit of time for a new manager to to put his stamp. Yeah, he's getting results, but in terms of style, that will take a bit of time, and he needs the fans to stay with him. Uh, you know, in that period where there is that you know get, you know changing of one personnel and the players and two uh, mm. demands and style, but plus still winning. Uh, you know, and and I think that the fans, listen, we've seen fans can can make change. The, the, you know, a couple of seasons ago, the Celtic fans were protesting outside the stadium. I was at the game, gone as you know, and and that probably eventually resulted in changes, yeah, a variety right, yeah, of yeah. changes. So fans, if fans are not happy, they're right to whether it's expressing their banners and, and as long as you do it in the right way, that might might help with change but Michael Beal needs them to stick by the team just now mm. and I think away from home tonight at uh, Easter Road yeah. I think they will I think they will be right behind the team Do you feel like you've seen this movie before though Marvin and Tynecastle is a good example mm-hmm. Aberdeen at Ibrox early in the season is another good example you get to this you get to this situation where there is a, a perception of crisis or a perception of lack of form lack of confidence in Rangers and then your other bigger clubs Hearts or Hibs or Aberdeen Almost think they can Sniff an opportunity yeah. So they come And they go for it And it suits Rangers perfectly And they win comfortably Is that, is that the difficulty for Hibs? You've been there Yeah it is a difficulty And especially on the run That Hibs are currently on Lee Johnson can't afford To sit back behind the ball Because if they do that And lose a game mm-hmm. Their fans will say Well why didn't we go And play our normal yeah. game You've been on such a great yeah. run But the risk of doing that You could be 3-0 mm-hmm. down By half time They are going to come out Today against Rangers And they will go yeah. for them No doubt about it's it very simply right When you think about it I was at Michael Beale's Press conference the other day mm-hmm. And he said I hope Hibs come, come out And have a go at us Like that'll suit us they so, will. So why would you give the Rangers manager what he wants? That must be such a tough balance. I know, but Michael Bill's been very clever there because then the Hibs fans hear this and say, well, we will come at you. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. will come and play against you. You're coming to Easter That's Road. That's what I mean. If you, take, if you take a breath, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you, you're right. But listen... But supporters they, can trigger you know, players. I mean, even a manager can turn around and say, listen, don't get caught up in the atmosphere. Be a bit conservative. Yeah. You know, slow the game down the early part. Let's feed, you know all the, you can see all these things. But when the whistle blows and that atmosphere cranks up mm-hmm. Easter Road, as Marvin said, in a full house and they're cranking True. out sunshine and Leith and all sorts of, it's so difficult to keep that adrenaline, yeah. you know, from pouring out into your veins. And all of a sudden, you start going gung ho, and Rangers go, "Thanks mm-hmm. very much." 
Kent and pick Joe Lack and Raskin yeah. can pick you off, you know, because you're leaving space. Uh, a, a, a little change as well tonight with, with Hibbs bringing Lewis Stevenson back in, very experienced player, but he's maybe not as you know forward thinking as is is you know the the you know the Cabaja, yeah. uh, you know in that in that area. So I, I think that yeah. that maybe just be a, a, a little sign that because there's nothing about on the bench, so maybe Lee Jones you just tweaked it a fraction mm, there. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Great time to call. We'll try and get you on next taking your calls on Scottish football 0141-951-1025 this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Jim Duffy and Marvin Bartley are here three huge games in the Scottish Premiership more of your calls you can tweet and we'll even do a full time teaser as well a very busy show for you tonight and I love this question very good one from Derek who has sent it in can you name eight can you name the eight top goal scorers in the Champions League era who've also played in Scotland? Can you name the eight top goal scorers in the Champions League era who've also played in Scotland? So that's like 93 onwards. 92, 93, 93 Champions onwards, yeah. Larson? Um, no, no, no. Go for it, start. So he doesn't have enough Champions League goals to, to okay. qualify for this. So that's why he's not on the list. That yeah, makes, pretty that much. Makes, yeah. That makes that's, sense. That's to me. Kind of <laughs> <laughs> going to read the question. Yeah. If you don't mind, just so to. can you name the eight top goal scorers in the Champions League era that have played in Scotland at some point? Right. So okay. Think, think, think. Ooh. I'm thinking. No. Ramsey. Yes, yeah. Aaron Ramsey. Yeah. There we go. He has nine Champions League goals. Oh, I thought it was eight. There you go. So there we are. He's in there. <laughs> Um, so look Without patronising you You're just having to think of yeah. Guys that have played here That have Yeah come towards the end of their careers Or, or, a, de- or a decent careers elsewhere in Europe yeah. Or played a lot of European games Like myself yeah um, <laughs> So you know Aaron Ramsey Because let's be honest He's not exactly prolific is he But no. it's the, he's, he's got enough to be in there So yeah. There would be other Other examples I mean think yeah. of some of those As they always used to call it Marquee signings that were made mm-hmm. Jim Think of some of them Where our clubs would go and Bringing a huge name that was coming towards the end of their career, like like Robbie Keane, but that's... or the other one, Roy, Roy Keane, Roy. And lucky <laughs> Jim, I got that before you, pal. Thanks, Jim, Marvin. join in when you I'll, want. I'll just sk- <laughs> square that across the six yard box. You tap it in, and I'll get the move at yeah, the end of it. Tap it in. He's got fourteen <laughs> champions. He's got fourteen Champions League goals, Roy Keane. So really? he's he's actually top. Really? Yeah, yeah, he is. So oh, Aaron Ramsey, Roy Keane. What Derek did is he got his thinking cap on, came up with a question, and he sent it into full time at Clyde1.com. Give you another wee clue, since you're not progressing very well. Gabriel, who's listening on from Easter Road, he's obviously inspired by his surroundings. Mm. And he says, Is Frank Sozzi one of these? Mm. He's only got six in the Champions League mm. era. He got some in the, the European Europa Cup League. era. So Chris Sutton? Nope. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm afraid not Let's move on Gordon And let us come back yeah, to it Let's have a bit of thinking time You're we'll putting a lot of pressure on me yeah, I'm getting warm again um, <laughs> Good question though So name the eight top goal scorers In the Champions League era Who've played in Scotland At some point So Aaron Ramsey Roy Keane The good thing about this is There's 30 years Yeah Some of these are very much Your Management era Well I suppose yeah. Everything's your Management era As we established earlier on That's why I, When you said 30 years mm. I'm saying 30 years I'm thinking myself right In particular I think uh, Claudio Canigia Nope 
Uh, I'm getting one soon, Jim. But I like that. Brian, Brian Loudrop. No. So I thought you know, I thought mm. you were maybe going down the Dundee road because you had mm. Kenija. I know, but I, I'm obviously thinking about it, but who else played there? I mean, I'm starting to worry that if you signed one of these guys, <laughs> that would be my, my main concern. Well, I'm, I'm trying to think of that that group of players, but obviously I didn't sign Kenija. He was signed before, but I'm just trying to who think. Who were the high-profile ones you had? Wanzara, um, Carranza, um, Fabrizio Ravanelli. I did yes. sign Fabrizio. Fabrizio Ravanelli, mm-hmm. there we go. Yeah. This is a long time before me, Jim. Yeah. You have to carry me here. Yeah, I did sign him. He was there for about a fortnight. I, I think, funny enough, I think, <laughs> ironic, I think ironically he scored a hat trick against Clyde in a cup game, I think. How, do, oh, well. uh, how does the signing of Fabrizio Ravanelli come around <laughs> for Marvin? Because Marvin's like catching up, if you like, on Scottish football's weird ways. Give him, um, give him the layman's guide to how you signed Fabrizio <laughs> Ravanelli. Uh, the layman's guide was that uh, we had a director at the time called Giovanni De Stefano mm-hmm. who wanted a high-profile player. And <laughs> um, we tried to get Gaza, and mm-hmm. we tried to get Edgar Davids, yeah, and we tried to Obviously, get as you um, and guys like that. So that was the kind of profile of a Tata player. And then um, Fabrizio Ravanelli's name got thrown in the mix, and. Obviously, I'd been at Chelsea, had been friends with um, Luca Vialli. So, Ravanelli spoke to Luca. He said I was, I was okay. Reference. Yeah, kind of character <laughs> reference. Yeah, Can I mean. say? But just said I was basically all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> therefore, that was fine. So, I wouldn't say uh, any other than that. Uh, and yeah, so that it kind of kind of came about that way. That's the that that's the kind of short how version. Was, how was he? How was he around the place? The I mean, consummate professional. If he'd have been near there longer, and if the club would have allowed—I don't mean allowed, you know—but but if the club would have um, taken on board some of the stuff, I think they would have been a much better really? club, much, much more professional. Yeah, I mean everything. That so he didn't done, come here and sack it off. And no, 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 no. He was he was superb in terms of his professionalism, in terms of his attitude, in terms of you know how he wanted things done. The problem you had was that we were training, uh, you know, the Mitchell and what's um, pitch one night in the Caird Park and another day, you know, half half a public park in one day, all these sort of things. And, um, you know, he was like shaking his head as if to say, (laughs) come on, we need a training ground. And and then we trained one day at a junior ground, which was actually quite decent. And he was saying, well, this is what we need. We need this and we can build around it. And he was going to the, the Stefano at that time and... He he would be buying into this. Unfortunately, um, he didn't have the finance yeah. to back up his statements. Uh, you know the director, so therefore, um, you know, it, it fell by the wayside. But no, he was he was an outstanding player. But more importantly, just a top class professional. And his professionalism was rubbing off in a positive rest. manner with the rest else. with the rest of the players. And was he was he find the appropriate cuisine in Dundee at that time for a man with that Mediterranean diet? Yeah, I think Twapes <laughs> was probably a wee bit just a, you know, not quite what you could understand. That's gone over Marvin's head, yeah. so yeah, I don't know if that's two, two pies. Got a chance. Oh. But uh, in, in Dundee, Twapes. What was the restaurant? Twapes. But no, listen, I mean, like all of those things, you know, any pretty much any player that comes from abroad ridicules Scottish that's food. True. No matter even if you've got good restaurants, <laughs> it, get, it gets ridiculed. Reading. Yeah, yeah exactly. it, gets, it gets ridiculed. Anyway, that's it. Uh, let's bring in Johnny because he's from Shawlands, but he's pretty much at the turnstile. He's about to get into mm-hmm. Celtic Park. Johnny, that team tonight. What does that tell you about the weekend and priorities and all that stuff? I've just about turned into an icicle, guys. It's <laughs> absolutely freezing. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, like I said, a bit surprised. I understand, obviously, some of the changes being made. Um, overall, quite surprised that team. It does show that, obviously, Saturday is very much the, for us, anyway, the important game. Um, like I think the league is almost won. I can't really see us losing three games. Um, it will be interesting to see how the guys do it. I mean, I think some of the changes, I think, are actually deserved. I mean, Abad obviously changed the game on uh, at the weekend there. So I think he deserves a start. Um, and like I say, Matt O'Reilly and uh, Moy have both been sort of the players that have been chopping and changing in regards to who, who, who's sort of on form um, and who deserves to start. Like I say, the game at Ibrox in particular, I think most people wanted Moy and Ange chose was O'Reilly um, and like I say, both are playing today. So I think that might be a toss up. Whoever plays best might be starting on Saturday along with Katati. And like I said, that does show that our strength and depth as well. So I'm still quite confident that we're get all three points tonight um, and that is with obviously a, a bar load of changes I mean I, I can't remember last time Celtic changed half their team and I was confident that we'd, we'd still win the game sometimes actually in the past we'd make two or three changes and you'd think we're going to end up end up dropping points here so yeah that's, yeah. A, that's a fair point actually I like th- that from Johnny where Abada might be able to play his way into the team for the weekend but you probably feel that Ralston and Burnaby can't is that is that fair is that how you know that that's a it's like a, mm-hmm. a, it's almost like it's a proper rest for the fullbacks yeah. rather than. I think you're totally right there. It is a rest for the fullbacks, and Abada came on and influenced the game, and I think that's why he's earned his start. Although obviously we're surprised that it's Jota that's been replaced, but for me Jota's a shoe in, a shoe in rather to start of the weekend. So it's out of Abada and Maeda today who performs best. I think will start. Um, and like I said, you know, it is a rest for the, for the two fullbacks. So that doesn't mean the the two guys who are coming in now, Ralston's going to you know play any less and think oh, I'm not playing Saturday anyway. This is an opportunity to play for Celtic Football Club. I mean, you get the opportunity, you have to take it. And he'll be doing that today. And get a win thinking, bonus. Yeah, exactly. you know, we've got to be honest. Yeah, these exactly. Things. He'll be thinking that <laughs> if I play well tonight, I will be playing on Saturday, and that has to be the mindset. And that is the mindset of those players. Uh, that'll be tough for some members of the squad. You know, like Anthony Ralston. Do they, do they think they? Again, maybe it's just your character. Will, will some of them feel like? They do now have a long road to get into that starting eleven. Yeah, I mean, listen, you've got to be realistic, and most players are honest and they, they understand. You know, maybe they're taking order, but that doesn't mean that when you get an opportunity to play for Celtic, you don't give absolutely everything to try and say to the manager, like, "I want to be part." I think um, Ange Postecoglou's already made you know a statement saying, you know, he really can, doesn't suffer fools gladly, and and I think that if uh, basically if they're if they're whining and don't really want to be a part of the squad. Then they'll be out the squad because even the players that are missing from not just uh, you know the bench, you know they've still got players another three or four top class players that can come in. So yeah, no, I don't think any player when you're selected at a club like Celtic can afford mm-hmm. not to give the maximum when you get that opportunity. Uh, I think particularly when the, when your chances are, are are a bit restricted. Johnny, how cold are we talking here? <laughs> That he's, that he's gone frozen. Signal's he's gone chitter. Phone's gone Johnny are you still with us? Hands frozen Johnny Oh yes, he he's frozen Yeah I think his gone. hands are frozen mm-hmm. solid His ear Phone stuck to his ear <laughs> One last chance Johnny are you okay? Oh no I'm worried about him uh, yeah. Send somebody out we'll Andrew, Get Andrew to go down the stairs Give me a hot water bottle <laughs> Try and find him Must admit I was out and about today Working And um, for the first time I fired up the heated body warmer oh, As recommended oh, wow. by Gordon DL Got one for Christmas That's when I know I'm getting old right? oh, wow. yeah, And, I've, so, yeah. and uh, I've not really bothered And I've not really needed it And I thought it's nearly spring And my word I needed it today Oh magnificent body warmer So good Honestly. You've been in the gym That's why you're cozy. losing the yeah. I have absolutely not Internal been in the gym warmth. You must be joking <laughs> no? Nowhere near it Nowhere near it So I need all the, all the help I can get But anyway I hope you've all got the 
the long johns or whatever it is on tonight because you you are going to need them. I mean, I don't know what this guy thinks he's playing at. Although I take that back because he's big and scary and fights for a living. <laughs> but Chris Bungard has sent me a tweet. Says always listening no matter where I am. An American flag. And some sort of like jacuzzi set up thing that looks <laughs> roast and hot. Just try <laughs> it but anyway, uh, right, we're going to go back around the ground, so we need to take this break a bit earlier. What about the teaser? We're looking for the top eight scorers, all time Champions League scorers who've played in Scotland. So, like Roy Keane, Aaron Ramsey, Fabrizio Ravanelli. I think we've got Freddie Lundberg. Yep. Lundberg. Well, but I, I mean, again, I'm not sure that era might have been before that. Salenko? No. Um, Craig Bellamy No that's not a bad shoot actually wow. but no. Scott Sinclair No Nakamura oh. There is a Scott on there There is a Scott on there There is So early stages of the Ali champ. McCoyst Ali McCoyst There we are Okay we'll get the rest And back around the grounds next Number one for football In Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Marvin Bartley and Jim Duffy are here We are just minutes away from kickoff at three big games tonight Let's get a flavour of that final build-up with Andrew McLean at Celtic Park Yeah, both teams looking at this game through the lens of Saturday really when they meet at Tynecastle in the Scottish Cup Celtic with that nine-point gap at the top of the Premiership Hearts with a five-point cushion in third So Ange Postacoglu and Robbie Nielsen both opted for changes in this game it's four for Celtic Hart and goal for them Ralston, Cartavicker, Starfelt and Burnaby are the back four Moy McGregor and O'Reilly the midfield three with Abada, Kyogo and Maida up top for Hearts it's six changes for them Shankland and Snodgrass nowhere to be seen in the squad it's Clark and goal for them Hill, Rolls, Sibic the back three Atkinson, Grant, Devlin Kiamatsoglu and Halliday across the middle Ginelli and Forrest up top and Ange Postacoglu is looking to make it 74 wins tonight in his 100th game in charge of Celtic a win would also take them a step closer to retaining the Premiership title as the end of the season does creep ever closer um, not that you'd know it from the temperature here listening to Johnny who was outside the ground there I was also listening to you talk about that heated body warmer God, I could really do with that tonight It's you wouldn't know it's the middle of March but here we go the teams are out in the pitch Hearts looking to cause a shock but they haven't won here since 2007 Should be an interesting game At Celtic Park tonight Absolutely Looking forward to that one Go on Give me a prediction Scoreline You um, couldn't predict the teams so. Yeah I couldn't uh, 3-0 to the home team mm. Jim Duffy 3-1 Celtic Okay If Andy Halliday scores the winner He'll be a popular guest On Monday night <laughs> show I'm absolutely certain of it Let's go to Easter Road Gabriel Thanks Gordon, a quick run through of the teams again before they do come out of the tunnel. Let's start with the hosts, Hibernian. Lee Johnson makes one change to the side that beat Livingston 4-1 on Saturday. Louis Stevenson comes in for Marion Cabraya at left-back. That means they're in a 4-3-3 formation. David Marshall's in goal, a back four of Chris Cadden, Will Fish, Paul Hanlon and Louis Stevenson. James Jago, CJ egan Riley, and Josh Campbell are in the middle of the park with Ewan Henderson and Eli Yuan on the wings. Matthew Hopp leads the line. Substitutes Johnson, Devlin, Kukarevich, O McIntyre, Miller, Nisbet, Cabraya, Tavares and McCurdy. And what about the visitors? Rangers, they are unchanged. Michael Beale names the same 11. That beat Kilmarnock at the weekend. It's Alan McGregor in goal. A back four of James Tavernier, Connor Goldson, Ben Davis and Borna Barisic. Ryan Jack and Nicholas Raskin and Todd Cantwell are in midfield. Fashion Sakala, Antonio Cholak and Ryan Kent are up top. 
substitutes are McLaughlin, Hadji, Wright, Arfield, Devine, Kamara, Lundstrom, Morelos and Matondo. The referee here in Edinburgh is Don Robertson. David Dickinson is the VAR. Now, it is an emotional night here at Easter Road. You can hear over the tannoy that is a tribute being paid to Ron Gordon, the owner of Hibernian, who died uh, two weeks ago. Now, looking all around me, uh, the green and white scarves are being raised here in Leith. A banner uh, across the other side says, while our chief still shines on Leith. And we're going to hear that in just a few moments. But what about the game itself? It is huge. Uh, I was speaking to Michael Beale on Monday. He said the next five days are crucial for the Jers season. Beale says they must keep the pressure on Celtic and not allow that gap to extend beyond nine points. On Sunday, they must progress in the Scottish Cup against Wraith and set up what Beale believes will be another cup meeting with Celtic. And what about Hibernian? They'll fancy their chances here. Of course, an emotional evening. They've also won four of their last five and not lost a game since January. You can hear sunshine on Leith being played around just now. Uh, now, Ron Gordon, the owner for three years, it was his wish to hear this sung out. He never heard it, but here is the famous anthem now. have to say Jim Duffy you both know the club mm. well that's an emotional song at the best mm. of times never mm. mind under under these circumstances so that'll be a, a poignant moment an emotional start to the, the game tonight yeah and a fitting tribute from the Hibernian supporters to Ron Gordon and I think it's you know some uh, solace to his family when they when they hear that because Ron as I said uh, you know he wanted that that was that uh, you know the, the tribute he was looking for so yeah I mean listen the fans always bailed it out but I think it was especially poignant to the, tonight yeah being a really emotional Easter Road um, definitely and as as Jim said there you know Ron's family are over um, I saw a few Ian and, and his mum were put onto the board of directors you know they're still massively behind the club and you know, that was kind of Ron's kind of final wish was to, to hear this song and you know it didn't happen unfortunately when he was alive but hopefully the, the, the players can go out there and put a performance on and you know I'm sure the fans will try and drive them over the line tonight just tempted to just listen to it. Yeah, what a song. What an amazing, you amazing club, that. yeah. Uh, and the players coming out now as well. Gabriel just ran through the the starting 11s as well, which um, always sparks up a bit of debate. Big roar as the, the players come out. So they've joined in in this, if you like. They've come um, midway through the song, midway mm -hmm. through the tribute to Ron Gordon. It's already, what is it, 7.47? So there's a good bit of a delay to kick off. Now try and tell the players to calm uh, down and play. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. It's impossible. No. Can you imagine if you are a player there? I mean, here's the back of your neck. We've got to stand up. I mean, yeah. Marvin's been, been lucky enough to, to be to be there when they're belting that out. And, it, you know, as I said, it's, it's so inspirational for players that you can't fail to be mm. motivated to try and give your best. Even newcomers to the Scottish game who are caught up in that. You know, Nicholas Raskin must be standing, Todd Cantwell going, wow. Wow, yeah, what is this? Yeah, no, exactly that. And, and as Jim said there, you know, obviously I heard it after games and it takes you a couple of days to come down off that high, let alone before a game. You know, all tactics go out the window, I think. And I can only imagine my first sack after hearing that if that was yeah. before a game. Exactly. <laughs> 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 then what's the prediction for this one? I think it'll be a six-goal thriller. I'm going to go for 4-2 Rangers. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go to 2-1 Rangers. Mm. Half the goals yeah. Yeah. Right well we'll see We've got two Like I say there's an Edinburgh Glasgow theme to them tonight Celtic Hearts and Hibs Rangers uh, We'll see how those ones pan out There is another game tonight as well Which has just got underway Livy 
Against Dundee United I'll quickly give you some teams From that one Shamal George in goal for Livy Captain Nicky Devlin uh, At the back uh, De Lucas Boys and Montano In that back four Jason Holt and Scott Pittman um, In midfield Stephen Bradley Andrew Shinney Joel Nubley New contract extension um, Helping Bruce Anderson In attack As for Dundee United Rooted to the bottom of the table This is their game in hand Remember This is a really really important one tonight By the end of the night Motherwell, Ross County, Kelly and Dundee United Will have played the same amount of games Will Dundee United still be four points behind? Will they close it to one? Will they close it to three? We'll find out But Dundee United, they go for Birigiti in goal uh, Perhaps No real surprise Still a big call Captain Ryan Edwards Who's had a real torrid time recently He pays the price He's not in the team Aina, Mulgrew and McMahon the back three by the looks of it Freeman, Harks, Sibbald and Behich So maybe a back three, back five mm-hmm. um, Harks, yeah um, Sorry, Anaku and McGrath Supporting Stephen Fletcher uh, An attack as well and, and Ryan Edwards is on the bench So no injury there um, It's a fascinating one as well That is um, for, for very different reasons Obviously, you know Dundee United want to close the gap On the teams kind of above them To get out of that kind of relegation Place that they're currently in And Livingston on a real bad run of form You know, they need to get back Into that top six They've got aspirations of of making Europe, as David's spoken about probably five or six weeks ago, and it's kind of gone a bit wrong since then. So a massive game for, for both clubs. You know, uh, De Lucas comes in at centre-half with Fitzwater suspended after getting sent off and Iobelai being injured, so it's a huge game for him, but I can't separate the two, Gordon. I really can't. don't know what's going to happen there today. Yeah, huge for Dundee United in particular. Mm. Yelk for Livy as well, mm. that battle for top six... It, 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 that can slip away from you quite quickly Because mm-hmm. St Johnson are only four points back Motherwell five back So it could slip away quickly um, But for Dundee United Jim mm. That it's The symbolism of being level mm-hmm. on, on games played That's when you really really know Where everyone's at Yeah Well, well I mean Jim Goodwin in there And obviously You know it was a real spirited <laughs> performance Against Aberdeen Particularly in the first half uh, I mean they became But you know, uh, old habits come back to haunt them in defensive frailties, and uh, you know they, they, they lost the game. And you know it's hard when you get it as a manager in short term, it's, it's such a short space of time to turn that round. You've, you've said there he's he's, he's dropped um, Ryan Edwards, the captain, but uh, you know so it's, it's a big call from him. But you've got to make big decisions quickly because you've got no time, and and the Lee United really have to. Um, to, to show up yeah. um, the defence but um, you know Livingston as you mentioned heartbreak last year I think it was Ricky Lamy scoring an injury time oh, and put right. him out of the top six put him out of the top six you know by, by seconds so David will be looking to go one better this year and they think get back on track but I'm with Marvin I think it'll be 1-1 one, one tonight there Andy Halliday cross Josh Janelli header into the back of the net mm. offside mm. Oh, can you imagine wow uh, they'll have a check I guess um, it is Harps very much with it. It is getting checked, so we'll have a little look at that one for Harps um, at Celtic Park. That would be quite something. We're underway at Easter Road with the tribute to Ron Gordon, and remember, not televised as such tonight, so it's a bit less strict. That game started a good five minutes um, behind, mm-hmm. so just in case you're you're keeping an eye um, on the games, that one's five minutes behind. But we are getting a check at Celtic Park. Is Andy Halliday about to assist? Um, well, every goal's checked, doesn't the it? The heart's opener. Yeah, of course. Mm. Yeah, and the flag. Surprised the flag they got that high up. Surprised they got that high on the pitch. Must have been a diagonal. Did not a free kick? No, I don't think no. so. I don't think so. Um, I think Andrew was saying there. You know, heart very much a kind of flat back five out of possession. So Halliday is on a badder watch. Yeah, um, yeah. but he managed to venture up the pitch, cross Easy one said in, said than done. And a Josh Janelli header is not the biggest, but he's obviously got into the right area. He's been in good form. He tends to 
Scoring and it's been given. It was onside and Celtic trail hearts by a goal to nil with only seven minutes on the clock. Andy Halliday crossed Josh Janelli header. What a start to that game. Wow, and I said three 0 Jimmy said three one. Your yeah, score predictions yeah. on, so you see you're <laughs> laughing. Um wow. That and that gives hearts now something to hang on to. Um again, easier said than done because <laughs> Celtic are really gonna come at them now. Um, you know, Andrew be on the side. He won't panic, as I said, you know. Many Second game in a row They've conceded early Yeah His hands will still be in the pocket He, he will expect his players To work it out and, and I expect them to do so But you know What a great start for Hearts that is uh, Chance for Hibs Just couldn't quite Settle down in time for Hop um, So goalless in that one But the big news there Celtic trailing um, At home to Hearts Early on Right quickly How are you two doing On this teaser actually um, yeah. We're looking for The eight top scorers In Champions League history Who've also played In Scotland You've done quite well You've got Roy Keen Aaron Ramsey Ravenelli Yunberg and Ali McCoist yeah. The one they came up with one. Was uh, Harold Bratback Brilliant I mean Marvin That's tremendous You've never even heard no, of him No I haven't So that's why it's even better So what are you looking for Two more What about Pierre Van Hoydonk No The clues I'll give you Both former Rangers strikers One came up here From down south And one Scored Champions League goals for Michael Mould Nope From down south um, Bo Anderson Nope Let's say he came up here To much fanfare Because he cost quite a bit of money uh, Tory Andrew Flo Tory Andrew Flo Oh wow Jim I like your knowledge And the last one Had a haircut That could not be more different From Jim Duffy's If that helps yeah, that, that's So he's a barnet and a half Is that what you're saying? Oh, we're talking full ponytail uh, oh. Position Striker Oh I give you his nationality, you'll get it. Croatian. Oh, uh, Jelovic. No, 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 no. More, even more of a barnet than him. Oh no, I'm gone. Played for Monaco. No, Dado Perso. Oh, Perso. Dado Perso. Tipping my time. Yeah, there we go. What a start to the football tonight. Hibs have started brightly. Goalless there. Hearts lead at Celtic Park already, and goalless in the game between Livy and Dundee United. So whatever happens tonight, it's going to be dramatic <laughs> one way or the other. And we look back on it all tomorrow with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. Best of luck, you two. Keep it friendly in the touchline <laughs> between you both on Saturday, and we'll speak to you tomorrow. Callum Gallagher is up next.